So, you know, I'm so much into true crime. I'm truly obsessed. I think I pretty much know everything about all the serial killers all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, if somebody looks at my Google history, they'll be like, oh my God, this person is crazy because I've Googled everything about them. So, yeah, I am obsessed with true crime. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is your first host, Flo. I love suspense and thriller movies. I actually take pride in solving them like in within 30 minutes of the movie and so you can say I really enjoy them because I'm so busy solving the crime and solving the suspense and 9 out of 10 times I get it right. And that ladies and gentlemen is your second host Tanvi. A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. Hi and welcome to Movie Wala podcast. Today we are talking about 100 Days which came out in 1991. So basically we skipped a whole decade. We have no movies from 80s. This movie uh came out in 91 and the prime minister of India was PV Narasimha Rao and at some point changed to Chandrasekhar. The director for this movie was Partha Ghosh, producer was Jay Mehta, music was by Ram Lakshman and actors were Jackie Shroff, Madhuri Dixit, Lakshmikant Bedre, Munmun Sen and Jagdish. Jaffrey. And 100 Days is a mystery thriller and it follows these events that happen in the life of this woman who has ASP. So yeah, so basically the plot revolves around this one woman who has this. What is ASP, Flo? ESP is extrasensory perception because I didn't know that. So yeah, so I'm assuming other people didn't know either. Okay, so before we start saying anything about the movie, I think this is a good movie for a remake. Now if somebody wants to remake this freaking movie <laughs> they have my permission because it has so much potential because it had the story and it had like all the elements to make a good suspense thriller but as they did in 90s they ruined everything they did <laughs> uh we normally do not recommend people making uh, remaking movies but this for sure because you can do so much with that whole idea of a woman who has ESP and you can turn it into this amazing thriller but gosh 1991 looks like it was a bad year <laughs> but that actually got me thinking that those are the movies which should be remade so you know the people who are making classics again and again i think that's where our issue is like those are classics stop touching them but if somebody wants to like if they're lazy and you know they don't want to write a new story they don't want to come up pick up something which had potential but didn't do well mm. and then do it better do it from your perspective do it you know like yeah so i feel like that's where the remakers should go Okay now let's start talking about this movie. Uh this is actually a remake of a Tamil movie and I don't think I can say the name right but it is Nuravathunath. <laughs> Nuravathunath. I didn't even know there was a Tamil remake. I, you know I just saw this. But Nuravathunath literally means not 100 days. It means the 100th day. Uh which was actually adapted from an Italian movie which was Sette Notte in Nero. Wow. But I, we don't know how you know true to the original it was. Now I really want to go back yeah. and watch this Tamil movie because I've never heard of it. I want to watch and see if they have you know messed up as badly as this one as well. <laughs> I wanted to ask you like have you seen this oh, movie? I haven't. 
wrong oh well and this is another thing right like all the movies before this we had watched were all under two hours or just about two hour five minutes two hour ten minutes they were all like within they you know they ended before they started and we didn't even realize like oh wow this was a movie where we were like there's one more hour there's seven more minutes yeah. there's three more <laughs> minutes like we were counting every single minute and it was getting unbearable by the second yes you're so right i feel like 80s and 90s what happened was the duration of the movies got longer but the quality went down but imagine our poor listeners right they, are, they must be wondering they have just started talking about this movie and all they can talk about is like negative they probably don't even have an incentive to listen right but guys hang out like stay with us because when we don't like something our passion becomes stronger and our voices become louder so you're in for a treat <laughs> hopefully fingers crossed when i think of before today before watching it today before whenever i thought of 100 days i thought of jave jafri i thought of the dance you know that lele dil 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 that number you know i just had like some pleasant memories of young madhuri and that's it i think and i knew that there is some suspense there's some murder mystery something i didn't know all that that happened behind like it was i mean i'm questioning my own self right now like i'm questioning my existence like i actually remember liking this movie and i actually remember having watched it more than Me once too. and being like oh this This is a good movie <laughs> like I remember watching it a lot because it would come up on that you know we used to have cable television remember so you know in the afternoons yeah. you know they would play this movie and I would watch it whenever they would play it and I really thought it was like a good thriller actually <laughs> <laughs> like how low was our expectations like how low quality cinema were we provided with that we thought this was good and partho ghosh the director of this movie he hasn't done very many hindi movies he's mostly done bengali movies but the ones he's done it's like one movie called dalal and i'm sure i'm the only one who's watched <laughs> no, it no i haven't watched it it's mithun and aisha jhulkar it has this really 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 cheap song <laughs> which song gutter gutter do you remember oh my god that song is from that movie <laughs> i know yeah. i know the song Okay now <laughs> and then he also made Agni Sakshi to remember Agni yeah. Sakshi and then he made a couple of like other raw odd hair in their movies and I was like this guy didn't make a single good movie okay like Dalal even back when it came out I was like what am I watching like sometimes I would watch cinema and be like why am I watching this but I would still watch it like as if you know I'm going to write a paper on it or something so where do we begin <laughs> where <laughs> do we begin let's begin with fashion because that's something where we can like, okay. be positive right you think it was 91 <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah but it wasn't horrible right like 90s fashion we like if you were to see some of the movies where people are just wearing leggings or leotards and then have a like a dupatta around their waist and they're actually in the park running <laughs> And those heroines have these athletic bands in their hair, like they're wearing as if they're going to go do aerobics. But they are just at a park with their boyfriend. <laughs> so the fashion wasn't that bad <laughs> to the level of <laughs> sweat band around your hair. What is what is that called? <laughs> I have no idea. I just I just gave it my own name, like athletic band <laughs> around your forehead. So 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it was fine. Like, you know, as usual, like she's wearing Western yeah. clothes before she gets married. And after that, she's only wearing saris. Yeah, that was another trend. This was 1991. This, the material, like the fabric of, uh, you know, whatever Madhuri was wearing. I was feeling hot and sweaty just looking at it. Because it's all like those non-breathable fabric. You know, those all polyester-ish kind of thing. And it was, I felt so bad for Madhuri. Oh my gosh. And so it was very 91 that way. <laughs> But it was, that was the fabric which a lot of people wore, yeah. right? Like people, it was like, that was the... Synthetic. All of these synthetics had come in the market and everybody would wear them. The shiny ones, like the shiny yes. fabric, right? They didn't know better. It's not like there was an other world out there that they could like seek for fashion or something. But yes, yeah, it was cringeworthy. But yeah, whatever she's wearing, she's making it work. Yeah, because she's Madhuri. And that's another thing I felt like besides the fashion. So, you know, men are wearing their really baggy pants and a jacket. Like there's absolutely nothing to be spoken about men's fashion. But I think it was true to the time. Like I felt like whatever they were wearing, it wasn't something like out of this world. Why are they wearing it? I remember men dressing exactly... Even in real life, you know, like we would see aunties and uncles wearing that. Even I'm wearing like baggy pants, you know, dad's wearing that. Yeah. And then also sari, you know, the blouses, I remember it used to have a little bit of puff in it. You know, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. So it just reflected what people were wearing at that time. Let's be forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> because we are going to pick on it like... A- yeah, we are going to pick on so many things. So like- yeah, let's give them grace on fashion. <laughs> but um, one thing is for sure, right? Like, I think you were also meant- going to say that. I think you you were going to say that, but... Like, correct me if this is not what you were going to say. That, that they would like, this is how they would distinguish, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, before marriage, Western. After marriage, Indian. <laughs> because Western is supposed to be modern and modern is always bad. I think we've spoken about this. And after marriage, yeah. you become this good Indian girl, which only means one thing. You wear Indian clothes. <laughs> exactly. I feel like this was the simplistic way for these storytellers to tell that this character has now... Matured like matured or has like the status of this person has changed but but it was true right like but it was again this was true for the times also like I remember everybody who probably got married in the eight like in 80s basically our mothers and our aunts and everyone before marriage they could wear sari or they could wear jeans or they could wear whatever but after marriage if somebody wore western it was such a big deal like I remember it being a topic of conversation like Oh my god, the person who lives next door, she's married and she wears these skirts and maxi dresses. They would say, oh my god, such a good husband she has. Yeah, such a progressive mother-in-law doesn't say anything. Like, lets her wear whatever she wants. Like, as if they're doing some form of, like, favor. By giving her the permission to wear western clothes. Exactly. So that that happened here as well. But that was so cringeworthy when he when they get married. Like basically Jackie Shroff and Marty, they should get married. And on the wedding night, she's wearing this uh, trousers and blouse. And she comes with some like knickknacks. God knows why she wants to eat on her wedding night. But I hear you. You can get hungry. I'm fine with that. Like uh, It's good to have some snacks. Yeah, midnight snacks. <laughs> midnight snacks. So she's come. And he looks at her and he's like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, if this was the first thing my husband said to me and the husband who's like love marriage, it's not like an arranged marriage. And I will be like so mad. And she was like in her favor. She was also mad. But then very nicely she goes and she's like, the husband's like, oh, I would like to see you in like Bharti Nari and like God knows what rubbish he says. I was like so majorly eye rolling. Oh my God. So initially I seriously, out of my sincere heart, I really thought that he was being, he was just making a joke. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> but I forgot that he wasn't doing anything ironically because this was 91 so nothing was done ironically it was actually done oh god yeah <laughs> and she actually goes and changes into the sari and comes inside like an Indian woman. And, and you should see the look on his face. They take like two seconds for him to um, react to her. But he's totally in love with her again, all over again, because he's she's wearing an Indian uh, sari. Indian clothes. Uh, of course. Yes. Uh, so that's where it all began. <laughs> when me and Tanvi were like, when is this getting over? What is happening? <laughs> I know. Okay, so let's let's rewind a bit and just give uh, people a little bit of a synopsis of the story. So basically, she gets this premonitions that something's going to happen. And uh, she's getting these premonitions and she thinks someone has died. And the movie is about finding who has died and then... Uh, her premonitions have come true and that has actually happened and then it's about who killed her sister so it's her sister who died and this is not a suspense like you know you get to know that in first 10 minutes and then it's about who did it and they try to show like different people they kind of but you know I don't think they do a very good job of it because the person who has done it that person uh, as an actor has such a distinct body language maybe back then I didn't pay that much attention but now in the opening scene I think I texted you right when I see the opening scene I was like this is this guy like even from the back you can tell not because you're using it's not even my detective brain that I'm trying to like solve the movie it's like the person has such a distinctive mm. body language that you're like, of course it's this person. So, but yeah, so this is the basic synopsis of the movie. And then uh, after the murder, five years have passed. And now Madhuri, who is Devi and Jackie Shroff Kumar, they have fallen in love. All right. So do you want to talk about how Kumar and Madhuri fall in love and their romance? Oh my God. I think I took a bathroom break when that happened because when I came back, you were like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> but you remember how he was trying to woo her? Yeah. So it's so wrong. You know, the whole concept of wooing, wooing a yeah. girl, they've gotten it so wrong in Indian cinema and you can actually pinpoint and tell where it went wrong because in this movie as well, like uh, Jackie Shroff, he likes her and there's a scene where they're not even like seeing each other officially but you know he's interested in her and you know he's kind of flirting with her I I say flirting in quotes because (laughs) the kind of flirting that's happening is almost like it's not almost it's very stalkerish and he's actually being a peeping Tom when he's talking to her and he's actually looking at her you know what she's doing through yeah binoculars into her bedroom and she doesn't even get too mad (laughs) I'm like what is happening instead she gives him a challenge to find her come and see I mean I don't even know how he solved that because I was like how did he find her like was there a clue given that I missed or what happened but he I really don't remember she giving him any Hmm. clue but anyways I don't know maybe we clearly missed it and he kind of goes um, to find her and so yeah you're coming back like he's a peeping Tom and he's like looking into her bedroom and telling her oh your feet are so beautiful you should cover them and shit like that and I was like who does that like what is wrong with you and then actually she's she takes like two seconds of anger she's like oh my god this is so wrong and it's not even anger she's just being cutely angry she has that sweet anger yeah. and that's it like 
two seconds and she's okay and she's smiling she's not angry because it doesn't like she hasn't like hung up on him or she hasn't said like i'm going to complain to my uncle or my you know to police or i'll report you nothing instead he doesn't hang up the phone and says that i'm going to stay here waiting uh, all night and then she wakes up of course when she wakes up she looks perfect her hair is bright right? she has full on makeup on and then she's like oh my god were you on hold the whole night and he's like of course and that's it they're in love basically a guy not hanging up is all it takes like i this is such low no wonder people have such low bar of like there's no wooing first of all of course and then the next day he's like oh i want to meet you and then she says okay i'll meet you and then she doesn't turn up instead she gives him a, a scavenger hunt <laughs> note saying find me and i don't know how on earth does he find her and they're in love and of course it breaks into a song and magically uh the funniest thing is like everybody at the restaurant also starts celebrating i was like how do you even know what is happening like why are you celebrating <laughs> another thing is like he's singing and he's on a jet ski in the water and he's singing and i'm like how the hell can you even listen on a jet ski in the water and she's in the restaurant by the shore there is no <laughs> okay Oh and usually of course you know you go give leave it right creative leave it but when everything else is so shit you kind of start paying attention to like start picking on everything if you don't like something you know now i'm seeing how is the sound traveling the sound can't travel like what's he using like we need it for a podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh god okay now back to the podcast okay so what did you think about the music let's move on to music did you like that song the lele dil dil pala yeah like i was saying because we watched like all 60s and 70s movies right and we skipped 80s and now we are in the 90s so i kind of missed that whole 90s sound 90s feel you know to any movie So I've, so even though the movie was bad I I was <laughs> when the songs would come I was like ha ah, it's 90s nice you know you know that feeling that you get so I was yeah. enjoying it I was actually not that impressed with Jawa Jafri's dancing in this song because I I think they didn't utilize his skills which is more like rock and roll or whatever and they were trying to make him do bollywood dancing which he was not doing that great a job at so I was more paying attention to the choreography and you can also see like of course Madhavi was still good but you can see like how she had gotten yeah. better over the years and over here she was okay she was good but it wasn't like oh my god it's so good of course something has to be said about choreography as well but which got me thinking because this is this lele dil one is like a stage performance basically they are at a charity event and they are performing it on the stage and which got me thinking that madhavi has done so many so to say stage performances kind of songs in the movies and then yeah that's because true. the movie was so shit i started sitting down and writing down all the movies that i could of course you of. did <laughs> tell us <laughs> let me test myself how many movies names can i come up where madri is giving a performance like it's not a romancing the hero yeah so then there's tezab of course ek do teen and of course dil to pagal it was all about the stage performance and then there's aaja nachle which is of course stage performance and then she does this khalaya where she gives a performance uh, ram lakhan and yarana and remember there's this movie with anil kapoor and madhuri and i think she dances with prabhu deva that is also on the stage right what is that that's a good song actually yeah that is a good song and the movie was which is like on um, nationalism of pukar yeah pukar pukar is the movie yeah pukar yeah even that i'm sure there is like hun- like 
at least 10 or 20 more this is all i could come up with in that small window while the song was going that was a better use of your time than watching the movie i was like just challenging myself and it's literally like practicing to not touch the put in on the google and nice. like of course you can check on google right like where's the test then i was like okay no no wait let me see how many i can think of myself and then of course google is there so but i could only think of like six not bad because i could only think of two <laughs> well if you think of any more or if any of the listeners think of any other please let us know we'll make a list of all the madhuri stage performances Sajan, she has a stage performance, right? Yeah, she does. Even Dil Tera Ashik, she has a stage performance. Even Hamakke uh, Hai Kaun, she has a stage performance. Like, it's not a stage performance, but it is yeah, a performance. In front of family. Yeah, family yeah. performance. I'm sure there's more. I think there's like one stage or a performance in every movie she's done, more or less. Yeah. Okay, so I also actually wanted to talk about uh, this uh, friend of Madhuri. You know, the girl who plays friend. So she's the same girl who plays uh, friend of Aisha Jhulka in Khiladi. Her face doesn't seem familiar. Wow. I think she's only done like five odd films and she was also in like uh, Baap Nambari Beta Das Nambari. Again, I think only I have yeah. seen that movie. Uh, in Baap Nambari Beta Das Nambari, believe it or not, the hero was Shakti Kapoor. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even. But I really like that movie. You should check it out. It's not ba- I mean, naturally, I used to like it. Like, now I have to put in a disclaimer. <laughs> now Tanvi's in this existential crisis where she's questioning all her choices of movies. I am. Anyway, so yeah, Sabia. I think her name is Sabia. She's like uh, another... Uh, another... Shehnaz yeah, Kudia. friend of her show. <laughs> friend of our show and friend of And she actress. doesn't know that. Yet. But I actually do distinctly remember her always being like, I definitely remember her from Khiladi the most and then remember her from Bap Nambari, Beta Das Nambari. And then I saw her here and I was like, oh, this is the same person. <laughs> Nobody else knows, right? Like, this is when I'm like, oh, this is the same person. And they're like, which same person? And then I give a reference of the movie and they're like, we have not seen that movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time to shut up. Okay, so what about like, did any scene like other like even for being ridiculous like the most ridiculous or the at least a little bit of redeeming factor scene if you could think of any the most ridiculous was when when her friend uh, when she comes to see her after the wedding and she gives her an alarm clock (laughs) (laughs) okay I've lost it Did you, like, I think I mentioned it, everybody who came to see Madhuri in the movie, like, so basically Madhuri lives in a hostel before and then of course she gets married and at some point she's living with her uncle. Like, the the living arrangement is not very Yeah, clear. it's very like, confusing. Yeah, I thought it was just me. <laughs> I, I know that in the beginning she's living in a hostel, but uh, five years later when this, when the hop happens... Uh, I don't know where she's living, whether uncle or it's her own place or whatever. And then, of course, she gets married and she's living with Jackie Shaw. But again, there is some other house where they go and then they're living there and God knows what is happening, right? You know, I remember the ridiculous scene. Okay, you finish and then I'll tell you. Okay, yeah. Mine is just like everybody comes to meet her when she's sleeping. Like in the beginning, the first time Javed Jaffrey comes to see her, she's fast asleep and he just turns up. And then Jackie Shaw comes to see her, she's sleeping. Her uncle comes to see her, she's in her 90s she's almost sleeping besides the fact that I would be really mad if people kept coming and I'm sleeping how creepy it is that people decide to come and they're not just turned up for like a coffee or something they have come to see her like after years or after ages I'm like what is wrong with these people who comes at like midnight <laughs> like what is wrong with you yeah speaking of such uh, ridiculous scenes <laughs> another 
scene is okay. This movie's hundred days, right? So you know, Jackie Shroff and Madhuri they get married, and then on his on their hundredth day of their marriage, right? Jackie Shroff is like, "It's been hundred days," and you know what he says? <laughs> he doesn't say, "Let's go out for dinner." He's like telling Madhuri. It's been hundred days, you know. Are you uh, are you pukish? Are you feeling hungry? And she's like, no, no, no. And then he's like, what is this hundred days? You know, you should be pregnant. He's saying it in a funny way, but I'm like, he says something like, what will people think of me? Ridiculous! Like, what was happening there? I think they were like, really, the writers were trying to find a way to put hundred days as much as they can in the movie because there is. I have never heard this. Like, I've never heard. I mean, as regressive and as bloody patriarchal our society is, I have never heard the reference. Of that, you have to be pregnant in hundred days. Okay, I mean, if it had to be, it would be three months, right? Yeah, they would say three months. Why what is this hundred days? days? <laughs> the annoying aunts and the family has to make any pregnancy-related reference. Uh, people can't see. I'm making air quotes, like pregnancy-related. Uh, they would say like. Oh, कोई खुशखबरी है क्या? Or like अभी तो is there any good news? Or अभी तो छोटे मोटे बच्चे घूमेंगे? Like or like oh the little ones are gonna crawl around this place and you'll get super busy yeah. if somebody wants to work or something they're gonna try to discourage because you know you're gonna get pregnant and what's the point of working and what? But no. This guy is straight up asking her, like, do you have any of the pregnancy symptoms? No. Then what is people going to think about me? Not that even if he had to say, like, maybe they had like talked about that they want to get pregnant or something, right? Maybe they skipped that part. They didn't tell us. He's not worried about her exactly. health. He's not worried that you know, oh, do you should we go get a checkup because uh, you know we've been trying or whatever. Nothing. Yeah, he's not looking out for her or for their family. It's about him. What will people think? What will society think of me? <laughs> from picking on her clothes to telling her what to wear to expecting her to be pregnant and i think even in the last scene i think tanvi missed it because we were talking i think you know i had called you at that point of time but i think when he finally rescues her i think he tells her that uh, abhi you'll have to be you'll have to become pregnant you know or something like that something along those lines and i was like did i just hear that <laughs> did he just say that to her after he rescued her you know after she had been put through so much trauma yeah there was like really heavy sighs there's a throughout the movie Uh, so there are like really f- very few female characters. It's her, the friend who's played by Sabya, and then there is this one uh, other character, Parvati. So there are these three women in the movie. Except for them, you do not see any other women. They are all like either background, like you know, background artists where which have no uh, talking dialogues or nothing. Everybody else who has like a speaking, uh, talking scene is a man. From the gynecologist to psychologist to the help to staff. to everyone and it was so pissing off because everybody was telling her what mm. to do so she goes to this museum right uh, in the quest to solving this murder mystery she's gone to the museum and the person uh, he's not even a manager or anything at the museum this guy is basically responsible for nothing he's a caretaker making sure that nobody touches anything so let's say he's a guard like they haven't given us his uh, exact title and then she there is an empty box so they've gone to see a museum exhibit and there's an empty box so i mean even i would ask like why mm. is this box empty because i'm here to see the exhibit why is there nothing in this exhibit <laughs> and he's like what kind of a question is this why are you asking this question there are so many other exhibits go watch that i lost it at that point <laughs> i swear i was so mad at that that guy i think like, if i was that person over there i'd be like can you answer the question straight up because i have paid good money to come in and like <laughs> look at this exhibit and you have no right to tell me i'm asking and he's like go and look at other things 
why are you asking about thing that is not there? I'm like, are you getting philosophical on this person who's just asking what happened to the exhibit? I was like, oh God, I was so mad at that person. And after so on and so forth, I was mad at all the bloody men. And there was a point where they're all mansplaining basics to her. And I was like, come on, just tell her how to eat and sleep and sit also. Like, just make her a puppet. Why don't you? Like, she has no brain of her own. And yeah, it's infuriating because such characters are written and then you just have to like, and women have to just play them, right? And so I think like special credit goes to everybody who acted in in those two decades and still survived because there were so many other actresses and actors who came and, you know, maybe they had potential, maybe Mm -hmm. they don't, but they were stuck with this kind of material where no bloody person could shine like there's nothing to shine but if in spite of such material people like Sri Devi, Madhuri, Juhi whoever was able to come out and like you know leave a mark and still do a performance I feel they deserve it like they deserve the recognition and I'm like they they had a little bit probably has to do with their own integral quality that they were able to connect with the audience yeah they, I'm, I'm pretty sure they had to work like 10 times more to kind of have this impact with the kind of roles that were written, you know, because they were like, I don't think they, they were even written for them. It was just any woman would do. Hats off to them for actually standing out and shining. I know. And but you know, you know, when you are younger, like clearly, you know, we said we, you, we liked this movie growing up. So we liked it and we watched it several times, like we already said in the beginning. So if at that time, naturally, we are not mature enough. We haven't seen the world enough. Nothing has happened in us. We are like dumb girls. <laughs> so at that time, if you listen to interviews from Shwana mm-hmm. Asmi or Ratna Pathak or, you know, Deepti Naval or Deepa Mehta or whoever, and they're saying things and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, why are they so serious? Yeah, why are they so serious? So why are they always trying to find logic in our cinema or whatnot? And then, you know, fast forward a few years and I'm now trying to put myself in their shoes because they were working in that industry. Like how frustrating would it be? So again, like going back to Khel Khel Me for a moment and saying like, imagine if you are done with being treated Mm. like that, right? And you're like, okay, I've had enough. Now I want to just live my life. Fine, I have talent. I have everything. That's exactly what Jaya Bachchan feels too, I feel sometimes you know exactly she's like I am done with it I'm done being nice and you know that is it I don't want anything to do with you know what you guys are doing I get it yeah so there's so so many actresses who you feel like you know they had they had potential or you saw the spark in them and then you wonder why they didn't make it this is why they didn't make it like this is the crap you had to deal with like and then be convincing enough to like do this like uh, uh, I can't basically something happened in the 80s like mid 80s and the industry just took a nose dive because I I really would like to know I mean I don't know maybe meet people and understand like how come we stopped working on our stories how come we started treating women so badly in cinema Mm. like I completely agree I think 80s and 90s I mean, obviously, we have good movies as well. You know, there are movies, obviously, when you look back now, it's problematic. But then, you know, if the movie is really good, if the story is good, then you kind of have that in your heart to kind of say that, okay, you know, that is how it was. And, you know, this was just too much. I felt like in this movie, everybody irritated me at one point or the other. Like Madhuri's giggling was annoying as F. And Jackie Shaw was total douchebag. He was like such a male chauvinist pig. Like his whole character from beginning till end. And the ending is such a cop-out. Like naturally, I'm not going to disclose what, but whatever it is, is such a cop-out. Like they, they want to balance everything. They want to make nobody, like they don't want to make anybody's image bad. And you know, you can clearly tell that they're mm. trying to be like 
playing it safe which was such a disappointment i was like at least give me a good ending can somebody remake this movie oh Yeah, they can totally remake it. This has potential because I felt like I would want to watch a good suspense thriller like this. It had everything, but the story, the screenplay was really bad. I hated Lakshmikant Hegde in this. I was like, this. I mean, usually I find his character endearing in Suraj Bajaja movies. This is what happens when bad roles happen to good people. <laughs> I don't even know whether he's a good person or not, but this movie was like, <laughs> and Jackie Shroff, Peeping Tom. stalking the i think the only uh, decent person in this movie was javed jafri's character hmm except that he turned up at her house at midnight other than that uh, there wasn't anything like he didn't say or do anything extremely which was like make me roll my eyes or anything but other than that everybody was kind of like what even when her friend comes right uh, to visit her she comes with her husband and she's like mad at her friend uh, mad at madhuri for not inviting her to the wedding and of course you have all the right to be mad right your friends and you were not invited the husband is telling like this is exactly what hindi movies did and i felt it always bothers me it's like the man is telling her right in front of us like what to feel she's like oh don't be angry with your friend first congratulate her are she's my friend I can do whatever I want to do. Talking down like any woman is like a two-year-old. Yeah, and how can you tell how she needs to behave with her friend? Let her be. Everything was pissing me off. Yeah, I I really want to watch the watch the Tamil version and I want to see what they've done. I'm very curious now. Oh, you are very brave. I will put myself through another three hours of torture <laughs> because uh, I think the Tamil movie was made in 1984. So let's see <laughs> if 84 was a good year or oh gosh, better than this. Yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh! Background music—it became a thing in our podcast for a reason. <laughs> Because this sometimes again, I think it's to do with you know you know how sometimes when you don't like a person, whatever they say, you'll take it as you know ugh, you'll be angry. I think that's what happened with the movie. They just rubbed us off the wrong way in like the first thirty minutes, and after that, we were just picking on every single thing, and the background music was not helping. It was so loud. I was like, oh my god, my ears. Everything, yeah. It was, but it gave me a very like eighties feeling. Like it had, it was a very eighties, heavy on like background synthesizers and like I think somebody's playing like maybe a harmonica or God knows. Like you can see all these random instruments playing at full volume, right. uh, just for like sound effects. I think, like you said, I think at this point, like I started with looking at Madhuri opening scene, like Madhuri's there, and I start like okay, it nineties fashion. 90s hair. I even texted you, right? Five minutes into the movie, I was like, "Oh, it's so good to watch a 90s movie." And then it just took a nosedive. <laughs> so I was like trying to stay positive about the whole thing, and I was like, "Okay." And Madhuri's inconsistent hairstyles, like from curly to short to long to straight to God knows. But that was very common. Like yeah. that happened in 90s in every movie. So you know, so I was like, "Okay, let go of fashion. Let go of hair. Let go of music." Also, because I felt music was also fine. It wasn't like. bothering or anything but after like 15 20 minutes into the movie i was just like this is it i can't take it anymore I remember the initial like 15 minutes into the movie javed jafri is like oh i have to go abroad london yeah london and then she says oh up to i won't see you for 3 4 years i'm like where are you going like why can't you see her in 3 4 years but i guess 91 you didn't see your family as much <laughs> yeah people didn't come back that often flow <laughs> I'm just picking on things. Ah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> At least you are using the air time. Else, it would just be me whining. God, yeah. Oh God, the brave souls who managed to listen to this episode because clearly we have nothing good to say. It was just one of those 
movies where uh, we were hoping it would be good because we had good memories but it was like a crash i think from now we will have this thing where we'll be like any movie that we watch we'll be how do you rate the movie <laughs> Swerve to uh, 100 days. I think this was as bad as Swerve. <laughs> yeah, equal. Huh? So, no, our parameter can be, I think the best movie viewing experience was either DDLJ or Monsoon Wedding, right? Yeah, let's do DDLJ. DDLJ? So, on the scale of DDLJ to 100 days. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this movie stand? <laughs> so, this is our new parameter when we are watching a movie. Okay, I like that. DDLJ to 100 days on the pair. pair. Yeah, because DDLJ, oh my god, I was... Maybe next year we should watch it again. Yes, I don't mind. <laughs> and do another podcast. Those are the kind of 90s movie we love. Yeah, late 90s. And even Sajan, yeah. You know, like even Sajan was 90s, but it was still good. I haven't good. seen it long time, yeah. I haven't seen it. So now I'm very critical about... Now I'm going to be very careful about what I say. Oh. I'm going to be very careful. <laughs> but I watched it last year and I still liked it because there are scenes where I'm like, oh, but there are also scenes where I'm like, oh my God, did they just write that? But overall, the good experience kind of overtakes the bad, but this movie had no redemption. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it did not. It was a bad movie. 100% bad movie. The only redemption was I finished the movie three minutes before you. So I was happy. I was like, yay, you are suffering now. <laughs> But I didn't fin- I didn't see it, right? You called me, so I missed it. <laughs> and I didn't care to re- rewind it. Oh, I shouldn't have called you and let you suffer for extra three minutes. <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever it was, I can swing it. I get it. I get the gist of the movie. I don't need to like know the last three minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, I think we need to end this episode. <laughs> so, guys, you don't have to watch this movie. And uh, But if you are one of the 90s kids like we are, and you had memories and you would like to share them with us. We would really like to know what did you think? Yes, Were we the only ones who thought we would like them? We would really love to know your opinion on this. You know, if if you've watched it, we watched it in the last two years or something and you've still liked it or if you've not liked it, please let us know. We are dying to know, you know. If, we want to know if it's just us. And uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Moviewala Podcast and on Twitter at Moviewala Pod. And we will see you guys next week. We have last two episodes remaining. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.